This video is brought to you by Rocket Money and Babbel. Alrighty guys, let's get to it. Well, well, well. Reject Nation, uh, we just watched A Walk to Remember. Saying that for those who are listening to us on Apple or Spotify. Uh, thank you. Rate us on the us, by the way, if you are listening to us there. And uh, thank you to our sponsors again for sponsoring the video. Help support the channel in a wonderful way. Walk to Remember. Walk to Remember. I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long time. Did not know the plot of it. All I heard was that it was a touching film, which I expect when a you know, romantic drama has been praised for so long. And throughout this journey, I had a really fun time watching it. Surprisingly fun, in spite of its heart-wrenching aspects that come in the latter half Mm-hmm. of the movie despite its predictability <laughs> like i don't know what the trailers were like did the trailers reveal yeah, like, i can't remember that she has leukemia as i i don't recall any of that i can't remember if they revealed any of that or if they just made it look like some kind of desperate romance like some yeah. like really sort of soaring emotional the, romance because the reveal comes in so late into the movie that it's like a twist in a way. Kinda. And it, even on IMDb, it says two North Carolina teens, Landon Carter and Jamie Sullivan, are thrown together after Landon gets into trouble and is sentenced to perform community service. Not a thing Not about thing. the leukemia. So either this we're is- just geniuses who pick up on things <laughs> super fast. Sure. There's a couple of giveaways. You know, like there's no, the free, there's those free, good observations. Free spirited side of the agency that she had and the confidence and the to do list. And then the dad just that he had that one. I don't remember what that line was. It was something about like, yeah. you let me with, choose my own life. So I was yeah. Like, Holy shit. Did she die? <laughs> like yeah. it just kind of dawned on me there. And uh, I think that. At, like in, it was, it's a weird movie because in the first half of it, that's when it feels the most dated. Yeah. It was the most dated with its music tracks. It's kind of like let me this sort of aggressiveness of throwing you into this. Uh, I think the movie's trying to throw you into Shane West's perspective with the music choices and the the quote-unquote grittiness of how it's shot sure, to show you the rawness of this guy's angst yeah. and emotions. How edgy this guy is. But that's when it's like the most cheesy, with probably in, an, in a way that I was always enjoying. Uh, it's not what I expected at all no, <laughs> at no, the outset. yeah, It plays like a more budgeted CW drama of the time. At yeah. the time when it was just a WB drama, sure. like a Dawson's Creek or something oh, like that. You know what I mean? Heaven. Yeah, yeah. It had that quality to it. Because it was PG, but it played like a like a PG-13. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, but not because of any, like, you know, stuff your parents will object to, but just because it gets real. Yeah. It acknowledges and, some real-life stuff. And then while you know the character journeys of, ah, uh, yeah, he'll start to change via his relationship with her. And and then even by the time you start picking out that she's gonna die, like ah, you can kind of see where these beats are going. At the end of the day, I always come down to what is the emotional affect of the execution at hand. And the more the movie went along, the more it starts becoming like a a, a real movie. Sure, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, a, and a, a movie that whenever they didn't have like these music tracks where it started feeling 
genuine. Even even the scenes in that first half, they, they, it would feel genuine. And the trajectory of the chemistry plays, like where Shane West's Landon and her and Mandy Moore's Jamie are at in the first half of the film, still feels very believable in their dynamic to when they do start to fall in love and the transformation he does start to go to. That does actually feel believable. Mm-hmm. Again, as telegraphed as it is, it also still rang not just perfunctory. It actually rang like, oh, there's, there's real performances here mm-hmm. uh, with real real stellar acting and with a romantic film like How's Your Chemistry? And they have great chemistry here. Uh, and, you know, it's about creating those memories. And I like those kind of movies, those messages. And, and I said during the end of the reaction, there was a story that uh, there was like photos of it online about this couple. I believe how the story went is that they did get engaged and in the middle, I think it was like, it was either she got diagnosed with cancer and then they got engaged or they got uh, engaged first. Either way, wanted to make sure to get married. Mm-hmm. So they had like a big wedding and like the photos, her and her bed, like at the, 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 the wedding event and she has like the oxygen mask on and yeah. she's like her hands are up in the air they still managed to say the I do's and she unfortunately passed oh. a few hours later but the point was to finally to get yeah. that thing that off the list yeah and to create that to memory yes yeah. this yeah loving gesture yeah it's beautiful so you know it, it, it I think this movie kind of came into my life at the right time mm-hmm. because I had never heard of a couple doing that prior. It's always something, and I imagine if I had just seen this movie, ha, ha, ha. I would go, that's for the cinemas, <laughs> you know, sure, that's for the sure. cheesy Nicholas Sparks novels. And yet after hearing, oh, this happened in real life not long ago. Yeah. And then to see this movie, I'm like, oh, this is now even, this is registered as even more sincere in a lot of ways. Oh, sure. So yeah, I think that this was a really touching, really sweet movie. And, um, yeah, a great reminder that uh, it's not, it, it is about the journey. It is about the impact of love and how long you can let that gestate in you. I, th- I think, I think there's a lot of like great, great moments here with great acting. And I think Mandy Moore, I've always known her more as an actress than a singer, even though I know that's the inverse for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure. Um, and I can't think of another Shane West movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, is he? Well, and, and I mean, I don't know. At least looking at his, at his IMDb pick, he he looks very different now than he did then. So maybe I've seen him and just not realized it. You know, really? Yeah, because yeah. he's got like a full beard, or yeah, at least yeah. again, the picture they've got up here for him, he's got like a beard and a and yeah. a cool guy haircut. Yeah, because yeah, there's some like cheesy stuff in here, of course. Like a lot of stuff with Daryl Hannah as the mom in the beginning. He's like, so you got to talk to your dad. You know? Yeah, there, and, there, there are a lot of beats that are very kind of like stock high school movie. Oh, the black guy. <laughs> the definition of token black guy. Yeah, which is like such a... One of the most dated aspects of this whole experience. Yeah, with just like a one-track mind to his character. Although I did appreciate that, like, despite all that, he is like the only... Like, he has that little sweet moment at the end when uh, his ex-girlfriend brings the photos by... And he does make up with the, the one other guy. But but like really, Eric, I think his name is like he is the one friend who does kind of come around in a way that actually feels like it's part of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of nice, even though everything up till now has been a cardboard cutout of a character. Yeah, um, I really think Shane West and Mandy Moore elevate these characters. Yeah, this, especially yeah. Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. Like Shane West had 
by by all accounts from from just a writing perspective it, it seems like Shane West had way more to to chew on mm. even though you would think maybe it would be Mandy Moore with like the the weight of having leukemia in her performance uh, but you know they for the most part of that that kind of character I think could have easily been played in a way that was just one or two notes you know yeah and I think Mandy Moore really made her feel human mm-hmm. and in a way that uh, I I found zero judgment towards it in in the sense of how I think a lot of other translations of a character like that would just feel a little. I don't know, sappy or cheesy or, or like, yeah, we get it. Like this was a character. This was a character that I think easily could have been, um, I don't know, under, it could have, it could have been one of two ways. It could have been like severely undercooked or way overdone in the niceness of the character. But there was a lot of strong agency with the character. It was a very sincere performance. There was confidence, but with a sadness underneath, I thought she really brought a lot of multi, like really provided a lot of the multi layers that the character required, mm-hmm. as well as Shane West. But Shane West, I thought, had that more in the writing as well, so it gave him more to like really work off of. Because he's they, constantly changing, yeah. Yeah, and then the chemistry of them together was really strong mm-hmm. uh, throughout. Like I, I thought they were excellent, but even like the tropes of reverend father and uh, you know the ex girlfriend, the the douchebag friend. There's, there's, it was a trope-heavy movie, but I keep going back to the same point. It's about the, tr- it's about the journey, mm-hmm. and the journey itself was very touching. I was touched, Johnny, touched yeah. by an angel. I fell in love and with Mandy Moore. In this touched movie. by a shangel. Shangel. Yeah, I fell in love with her in this movie. I thought she was great. Yeah, she's uh, the. I love posters with this competing top billing thing that they do. Oh God, yeah. Who's Where it's like Shane West is top billing. But people read left to right, so, so we're going to put Mandy Moore on the left yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, 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 so who has the real top bill? But I'm always been fascinated by the, there's a, there's a lot of behind the scenes where people would compete for like, who gets the real top billing? And yeah. and like on Rush Hour 2, the, you would buy the DVD and it was Chris Tucker, but on VHS it was Jackie Chan. <sighs> certain screenings were actually reversed. There's a real competition for top billing. And here you can see the same thing happening is... Shane West is like, he's top building, but people read left to right. So if a man, he worked to the left. Yeah. I wonder if there was some behind the scenes uh, conflict there. I don't know. I can't, I mean, <laughs> it was a really ugly lead up to the release with them feuding Ag- it out. Agents get ugly about that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet. I bet. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I feel like Mandy Moore is like the core of the movie, and then everything else is kind of enchanted the more it sort of orbits closer to her in a way it's like you know when she walks through she's this kind of breath of fresh air in con like i i have a i'm still chewing on like the the way the movie is executed tonally in many respects but i do think that throughout Mm -hmm. the movie there is a really nice contrast that is often created between everything else happening and mandy moore's presence and so like whenever she shows up (laughs) like from the beginning like you said, like this character could easily be either a self-righteous cartoon or, you know, a pie-eyed, you know, idealist or something. And I thought the way she played this person very inspired by and committed to her faith rang very true. And she rang just like an actual person in a in a way that suited both 
the understated qualities of the character because obviously she's not like the the whole point is she's not among the popular kids but also she's not like a pariah either she feels like she didn't just play good-hearted christian girl you know? yeah, yeah she, that's what i mean she yeah. felt like a real like character a real hum- like a real human yeah who is interested and cares about this stuff deeply but that's not just like the only thing her character is and Can uh you hand me that laptop john Moses, there. <laughs> you got it john here we go, here we go. Thanks, buddy. For <laughs> show. Um, and so, yeah, like the more her presence, uh, you know, becomes prominent on screen, uh, I, I just really got caught up in all of that because it's like, you know, at first yeah. it's the friction between her and Shane West and it's the game back and forth of watching them, you know, sort of grow on each other. And she says that whole thing about like, you know, I'm supposed to be friends with somebody I don't like. Uh, and yeah. I thought that was like a really nice dynamic that made for a nice transition in terms of the tone because i felt like the first half or at least the first half hour anyway first half hour 45 minutes did have you know that bounce here yeah high school movie kind of energy where it is more about like oh we got the needle drops and stuff like that and and i'm I think ultimately the way the movie resolved itself and the way it does lay down a few clues like manages to keep it from being too manipulative or cloying in the, you know, revealing of it all. Um, That's what I mean. It, it, it really te- teetered on the line like there's going to be some like pretentious ass shit. Because if you surprise <laughs> us with tragedy at the very yeah. end, you know, like that can be, you know, kind of yeah, yeah, either pretentious or just, you know, you can lose people too by doing that. And so... I thought ultimately it was nice to spend like probably at least an hour of the movie or more before you actually get the confirmation of it. And I thought in the middle, especially in the middle toward like the three quarter mark, I would say I felt like they really hit this stride where they had a lot of nice breathing room in the scenes to let the camera linger and to let space between them and the you know sort of nervous anticipation between them really kind of steep the flavors and stuff and then you know as we got toward the end it started to really pick back up again and like there are instances it's like i I get torn on certain choices they make because i really liked obviously the wedding is such a lovely culmination for everything and i really like that sequence and i on one hand, appreciate the choice to do these rapid uh, uh, dissolves back and forth between them. But at the same time, a moment like that is one where I'm like, okay, I'm a little removed from just being in the emotion swell because you are doing a lot right now with the form. And I feel like this movie kind of manages to work like in spite of that being a thread throughout because like it's always amusing. Uh, and I like that the stuff that's amusing, it doesn't need to be like of the utmost quality to make this work. So that's fine. It can be kind of fun and and uh, tropey with all of his friends and his, you know, um, earlier, more edgy, you know, character traits, you know, that need to be confronted and let go of. And, and so, like, I think there is like kind of a really nice contrast because when it does come to just them, you know, really acknowledging and making you know, good on their romance, that does feel like an oasis away from everything else. Yeah, yeah. And and so like even there even if there are ways you could make this like a smoother experience from an assembly perspective, like there is something kind of lovely about the fact that this does exist in the form that it does so that it can give way to this bright shining center of their relationship, you know, and the tragedy of that. 
All right, Reject Nation, let's get real for a moment. Running this channel is incredible, but managing finances, especially taxes and budgeting, both for the channel and my personal life, can be overwhelming. That's where Rocket Money has been a financial lifesaver for me, even before I ever partnered up with them. Like I said, I've been very fortunate to be working with brands whose products I already use, so it's a win-win for a walk. But it can be a win-win for you too, because there's a reason I use them. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that simplifies managing money by canceling unnecessary subscriptions, lowering bills, and crafting a budget that fits you your specific lifestyle. For someone like me who can easily lose track of expenses throughout every single day of the month, it's been eye-opening to see where I was overspending, stuff I don't use that I kept paying for, especially apps. Man, I have way too many apps. Rocket Money does the heavy lifting by analyzing your spending, then customizes notifications to help you stay within your budget goals. It's not just about saving money. It's about actively seeing and feeling your financial progress. It's a great feeling. They track your monthly subscriptions too. So many free trials I've signed up for that I forgot to you know, get rid of before the free child was done. Making it super easy to cancel the ones you don't use. A couple of clicks and you're putting money back in your pocket. I'm telling you, have you ever found hidden subscriptions or pay for services you forgot about? Because Rocket Money is a huge asset in helping to uncover those and even negotiate some of my bills down to up to like 20%. So if you're ready to take control of your finances and there's no better time than now because it is the beginning of the year, check out Rocket Money and see how much you could be saving. Stop wasting money on things you do not use. So to help support the channel and help support your wallet, visit rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Rocket Money currently has a 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. They've helped me and I'm confident they'll do the same for you. That's rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Your bank account will thank you. Hello there, esteemed viewer of The Real Rejects. I, Greg Alba, language connoisseur and worldly gentleman, am here to bestow upon you the secrets of Babbel. Babbel is an engaging language learning app designed for real-life conversations, offering quick 10-minute lessons tailored by linguistic experts to effectively teach you a new language. It's conversation-based approach enhanced with speech recognition technology makes Babbel worth trying for anyone looking to learn at their own pace anytime anywhere my dear friends in this age of monolingual mundanity 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 Babbel is our beacon of hope crafted by an army of over 150 language experts their lessons are like linguistic caviar rich refined and oh so satisfying personal tale of triumph I once whispered sweet nothings in Spanish or for the layman Espanol to my wife courtesy of Babbel her reaction well I'll tell you she was utterly bewitched Greg you silver tongue devil, no paraphrasing. She exclaimed such vocabulary as I bask in the glory of my perfect pronunciation. But Babbel isn't just about learning words. It's about embracing the art of conversation with podcasts, live classes, and a veritable smorgasbord of interactive lessons. I know the words I'm saying. And their speech recognition? It's like having a personal language butler. Ensuring every syllable is impeccably crisp. Now brace yourselves for an offer of monumental proportions. Here's a special limited, limited, time. limited time. Deal for our viewers and listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But again, only for our viewers at babbel.com rejects. 55% off at babbel.com rejects. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash rejects. Rules and May apply. Join me, the Greg Alban, the adventure of language mastery at Babel. We shall not just learn, no, nay, we shall conquer the world of communication. Or as they say in Spanish, comunicación. <laughs> We're done with this ad. Well, the first chunk of this movie, I, I, I think what they were going for mm. when looking back on the experience uh, in terms of perspective is the first like the whole movie is essentially from, um, uh, I forget his name. Uh, Landon. Landon. Let's call him Shane. Shane. <laughs> Shane's experience. From Shane's perspective, right? It starts off on his perspective, ends on his perspective. It's really about his growth. 
and and uh, I mean, Mandy Moore's character ha- obviously has like a growth of achievement as well, but she's more of a constant. Mm-hmm. And when you when you watch the movie in the beginning parts, it's mainly from his perspective, and then he's interacting with Mandy Moore. And then it was around the time of the play when they kiss, when the movie starts to really find more of a smooth rhythm i think like i yeah. i was really enjoying it though it was i was i'm not just saying i was really enjoying it but i could feel some of the choppiness and the weirdness of it and then when he just starts starts coming to terms like oh i want to like hang out with this girl actually like her when it starts feeding in to the actual romantic plot of it you start having perspectives converge together between mandy moore and uh, Shane West, the uh, and like I think that's what the direction was capturing, and so that's the tone and spirit because now it's it's mainly Shane West, and now it's about the union of these two. Yeah, and I think when it becomes about the union of the of the two is when the movie's strength starts becoming like stronger. Yeah, yeah. and it and it's fa- fascinating because I remember this moment like vividly, kind of in what two thousand two when this was coming out, and like really. I don't remember. I, I, I remember all the girls at school talking about it. <laughs> or at least, like, you know, I remember it being a thing where, like, everyone, you know, like, a lot of people saw it and were talking about it. Like, The really? Notebook was a similar thing. Oh, I love The Notebook. I've never seen The Notebook. And, like, those were two conversations that I was kind of on the outside of, but just, like, very aware. And at the time, I probably would have been like, oh, this romantic movie for girls. Um, but, like, I wonder if I had seen it in high school or junior high or whatever, if some of those uh, tones, especially earlier on, that are supposed to be kind of in the mindset or seem like representative of the mindset that these kids are trying to go for when they're trying to act cool and edgy, I, I wonder if that would have played differently on me as a younger person than it does now versus... Of course. Yeah, versus, you know, gravitating You're toward the more breathable. Younger, John, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, I mean, it, it's... I wonder if 20 years ago, I would have been affected differently. Well, no, 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 no. I, more well, of course that. I would have been affected differently. But, I mean, like, would I have been more accepting of or feel felt more sort of... Uh, like the oh, man, earlier moments were lived in or, or true to my experience. You would have punched your balls and said, I'm not gay. Versus, you would have said. sure, that was me back in the day. That was me. But, you know, like, with those... Not a lot of fuel. With those... Yeah. Uh, uh, I got two drop coming. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know how it goes. I, yeah. I hear you in the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> Just nothing but pain and anguish. Uh... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perspective aside, though, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have thought like those earlier scenes were kind of cool, you know, back then. And then what that would do to the flow of the movie. Um, but, you know, as it stands here, it, it felt like, like studio notes. Sure. It felt like studio notes of like, you got to play this song. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like we bought all these songs. We got to yeah. play them. We, we have a demographic we're trying to, you know. Yeah. Play too. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it was the, like, I, I really thought this movie worked best when they were doing it invention. <laughs> when, when, when it's just when, the two honestly, of Honestly, a lot of time when it's just like no music at all in the movie is when I think the movie's doing a really good job. And that's when yeah. I started to notice like, oh, I can hear birds. I can hear just yeah. like the, the sound north. The this made me want to visit North Carolina. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know if it's shot. This would be Canada for all I know. But it, <laughs> made, but it made me go, I want to go to North Carolina. If yeah. it's anything like this, you yeah. know. I really like the two of them together a lot. I liked Peter Coyote a lot in the moments between him and Shane West, and I liked that they didn't play that 
for stereotype sake kind of whatsoever for the most part like i feel like again yeah. pre- preacher dad is an easy one to be like oh the the folly of you is that you know you're so high and mighty that you can't you know open your heart up to people running and they didn't make any of that too cliche or anything like that and i and i really that's, liked that's what i mean by the like this movie could have always punched up the melodrama of the performances and yeah. they never did yeah and i really respect the movie for doing that because that's normally when i'd be eye rolling or laughing at the movie that's one that's the thing is like I was laughing at the movie for the choices they were making and like directing and editing, sure. but I never laughed at the movie for the performances. Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> why it works, I think, yeah. because the, the most important things are the things they got right, and it was able to save the experience. Like when Except we for the black guy. <laughs> that was a hard one, man. That was the writing. <laughs> that was absolutely that was, the writing, that was, yeah. That was some serious, like, oh, my God. Oh. It's like they, they, This is, like, the definition of what they make fun of, of when you say token black guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, to a T. Yeah. All this guy talks about is sex in one way or another. He never takes anything seriously. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, it's like it's funny to me because when we started the movie, the tone was very much I expected this to be sappy or at least like trying to be dramatic and touching the entire time. Yeah. yeah. And so like I was taken aback at first by like how kind of kooky some of this is or how dated some of it feels in its energy. But that actually does, yeah, make for a fun mm-hmm. dynamic when the movie gives way. And again, respect to the fact that, yeah, it's those Two performances in particular, especially Mandy Moore, and just like in line with his character growth, the more the character of Landon grows, the more I liked uh, Shane West's performance, and and yeah, just the culmination of everything. You know, I think that's a that's a a thing about cinema is like yeah, if you can get a lot of things questionably, but if you just get the right couple of things right. That's kind of the key to everything. I think this is an excellent example of something like that. A thousand percent, man. Yeah. It's like the heart is in the right place and it never betrayed that. And uh, and yeah, the thing that could feel cheesy has felt the most kind of lived in and real and like they really took care with it. I do wish we got a little bit more with the dad. Yes. Kind of explain something because like the dad was like the context of Daryl Hannah as the mom was just, you need to talk with your dad. Yeah. And then uh, the like dad left that's all we got is dad left us yeah and like you need to forgive him He's why what i need some because like there's that big moment when he hugs and i get that that's about like ah they're making up but i'm like ah you know but sometimes sometimes just because your family doesn't mean you should have a relationship if the person really is like a terrible human being doesn't seem like he's this terrible human being yeah because of the limited things I've seen, but I I would like to kind of get a little bit more context as to what how that's why I didn't really feel like I felt for Shane West because the performance was really good. It was like crying in his arms, but I'm like I don't really feel for the moment between these two yeah. or the complicatedness of it. Other than you have said it's complicated to me, and if, there's not enough like tone here <laughs> for me to like feed off of as a viewer. Yeah, you know, I'm like yeah, I did a really really nice thing, um, but I still feel like there's some resolve that it I, makes I, it. I, I think they're still still missing resolve because quarter leadership they need to talk about just because he did like a really great thing with his money uh well you know? and that makes the character yeah. feel like a plot mechanic more than an actual part yeah. of this guy's life and and and, I, and it's like it seems like they bothered to make it like oh dad is making the effort like this is clearly you understand why shane uh, west would feel the way that he does but at the same time 
I guess if you're gonna not go writ large and make the dad just terrible, yeah, then yeah. I would like to know a little bit more about this, especially. You already and, ran a handbrake on this. I did. Sweet, that's good to know. Yeah. What are we talking about? Doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I mean, Daryl Hannah certainly charmed me the more the movie went on. But I feel like you got Daryl Hannah. You know, she's a notable actress. She's a talented actress. I feel like Dude, she's the mom. Who cares? Would be. But no, John. But she's no. a single mom, and he's fallen in love. That's know, a and perfect like, opportunity. And, and I feel like, oh, from a psychological standpoint, there's like some rich things you could like mine from here. Yeah. You know. Um, and then his mom can marry her like, dad. Because like the way he talks about her, I'm like, I feel like you would have attracted like a great woman like Mandy Moore forever ago with the kind of mom you have. Or yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you guys are that dysfunctional or, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like struggle. Like, yeah, you struggle to communicate some, but it yeah. seems like you're much more on her side of like your parental relationship. So but I love the relationship between them. I thought it, I, I love how like the dad and him got along by the end. Even them like re. Uh, reuniting at the very end mm -hmm. and the gift that they were able to both give each other uh, in, ter in terms of Mandy Moore and Shane West. I thought it was really strong. So yeah, guys, I loved a lot about it. Gave me everything I really wanted and surprised me in a lot of ways. Yeah. While also being predictable. It's kind of crazy how you can do that. <laughs> predictable beats, but interesting, yeah. surprising executions. But tell us, what do you guys think about Walk to Remember? Leave your thoughts down below. Tell us some other movies you recommend from the Romantic comedy or romantic drama side, because I've seen a good amount. I have. I've seen a lot of, like, on my own time. Um, and, uh, but, you know, there's still a lot on the list that I have. I'm just like, hey, maybe I haven't. Hey, there's tons I haven't seen, man. Come come melt my iron oh, yeah, heart. Dude, we got to do the notebook. Let's do the notebook. This might be the only one who hasn't seen it, so not to be a solo one. Oh, oh good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a movie to watch by yourself. I guess it is, I'd though. I'd suit it by myself. I was going to say, I would bring the box of tissues. I'm going to get a big old jug of ice. The first reaction, I'd do a jug of ice cream with it. I love that movie. People, hey, it's 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 prolific. It is a, is it is, it's a titan of the genre. They're like, almost. they're like chemistry. That's Ryan Gosling with every woman. I know. We should all be so lucky. Oof. All righty, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>